heavyweight champion of the world, Nature Boy Ric Flair. When you hear the chants of all the young ladies. Brother, <laughs> you know how difficult it is. Really think about this. I have to wake up in the morning knowing, number one, that I have to be the best looking man alive. Number two, I have to be the best dressed man alive. You like the outdoor suede today, Tony? Number three, I have to be the world's heavyweight wrestling champion. And number four, I have to be a modern day sex symbol. In other words, I have to fulfill all the dreams, the desires, the wishes, and the lusts of thousands of young women all throughout this great country, the United States of America. Now, let me take this time to congratulate Mr. Jim Crockett, the greatest wrestling promoter of all time, a man I've had my differences with, but a man who put together the Super Station Championship Challenge Series and brought the best in professional wrestling right here to WTBS. I have sat in Ted Turner's office on many occasions and had Ted look me right in the eye and say, Rick, Jim Crockett, what's happening in the wrestling promotion world? Now, let's talk about Dusty Rhodes. He's still out here trying to convince the world that he's the man. Dusty Rhodes, we all know what's coming now. Christmas Day. You got the shot. You got the opportunity to show the whole world that you're the man you've told everyone you are. It's kind of hard to believe that when you're looking at the consummate human being whoo, on the face of this earth, that you really think you got a chance of beating me. Now, one more thing. You know, oh, darling, I like that look. You know that I'm no Scrooge. Many times, Tony, I have been called a big spender. So here's how it goes, Tony. 300 bucks. Now let's look at this. 300 bucks for you and your wife. You. Take her out to dinner. Thank you. 200 bucks. I want Magnum to buy some new clothes. When you dress like Magnum, it doesn't take a whole bunch to get fixed up. And right here, you buy Dusty Rhodes a ticket out of Atlanta, Georgia. 500 bucks, first class anywhere, because when I'm done with you, Dusty Rhodes, all of them, all of them are gonna be saying, woo, Slick Rick rides on forever. Go get him, guy. Woo! Woo! Super Station Championship Challenge Series is next. Hey, this is Claudio Castagnoli, and you're listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and uh, that bonehead choppy. Your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant and Remember what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. 
Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. I think I like it better when the Mark sing this than um, Jericho's uh, Judas. When they all sing along, I love this song, by the way. Episode 469, 69, 69, he said 69, of the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we're not live on the rant today, tonight, whenever you listen to this shit. And, but we are part of the Rant EM Radio family. We're also part of the Shining Wizards Network and whatever Jimmy Ferrari is doing. I am, as always, for the last almost 11 years, your gracious host, the Impact Player, Mr. Philly Rea. And I've got a lot to say. So we're going to have a nice little chat. No one's here because why would they be, right? Everybody's got something better to do. Everybody's being a grown-up. So whatever. Fuck them. You know, it's life, right? Such is life, as my aunt would say. Such is life, Philip. Such is life. So it's been a while, huh? How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's doing well. Uh, let's see. What, what's uh? I I gotta play catch up now because it's been a been a hot minute we, since I've been around. What's it? Halloween? Was uh, almost two months since I've been done an episode of the Throwbacks. Uh, thanks to Matt again for tagging in for the Dungeon of Doom gimmicks. That was really fun, and a lot has gone down. Uh, network wise podcast. Well, we got a podcast next week, by the way. We're doing a Christmas show, and I'll get into that later on. Um, but we're going to talk some shit, and I'm probably going to record something else for Mott, Spock, and Will for their podcast, and I'll get into that, too, because it ties into some of the news that I'm doing. Um, well, what is, What's been going on? So October came and went, and then what else happened? So November, what happened? All right, so all right, so here's what happened. The week after was it after the last podcast, we went to the New Japan show in Manhattan. That was fantastic. We had a great time. It was Takeover Club was in the building. Uh, Mickey the Greek was there. Uh, apparently, a former co-host of mine was there, but he didn't show face. So shame on you for not coming to say hello to your boy. But whatever it is, it is what it is, right? It is what it is, but we had a nice time. The venue, the venue, it was like just it was um it was on Forty Fourth and B Way, and 
the venue itself is pretty it's pretty intimate, right? It's pretty small. And I I I was I think it was there one time for something else, but it was like a kid's show or some shit, right? I don't know what the hell was going on. Right? And then all of a sudden, like I get there with Hammer and of course he wants merch. That was another they, they, listen, I gotta give it to New Japan, man. They know how to rape your rip your wallet, man. You know? I want, we're going to get, like, matching shirts for the event that say the Rumble on 44th Street, you know? And he's like, well, the guy's like, well, the ch- shirts are 40 bucks. The guy's like, well, if you spend $20 more, uh, you can you get a free T-shirt. Um, all right, well, I bought Hammer a tote bag because he was going to, uh, he was going on vacation the next day. So he got himself a little New Japan tote bag, but he didn't even have his size. He had to get, like, a size bigger or whatever the hell it was. So he got, and they were only giving the shirt out Limited edition, so he, he, and then he got himself a, you know, a little gimmick, so, and I didn't feel like paying $15 for a slice of pizza, so I didn't have anything to eat until we went to, we went to Junior's afterwards, and we were watching the World Series and hanging out with the boys, Kyoko came out with us, Shining Wizards Matt was there, it was a nice time, man, we had a good time, um, and, you know, it was the first, like, cool, really fall evening, of the year, and I got to rock the fucking Carhartt. I got a, I haven't had a Carhartt sweatshirt in like thirty years. I got one. It's so, it's so comfy, and cozy, and real warm. And I, you know, I'm starting to get old, man. I'm starting to get old. I was, I was telling somebody the other day. I'm like, I got to put my heat on in my apartment because um, normally I wait a couple of weeks, but I was like freezing my balls off, and I had to do it. I'm like, oh man, I hope this is gonna. This is a sign of the times, and it's like, you know what? Guess what, buddy? Guess what? It is. You're officially old. You wear glasses. This has been, like, the worst year ever. I had to get glasses. Um, I had... I, I, I get cold now. It's like, my knees hurt. I'm. <laughs> it's just like, it's been a terrible, terrible year for your boy. And I'm just, all right, whatever, go with the plan. On top of that, I haven't been podcasting, which is really, really depressing me. Um, I reached out to the boys for the Christmas show. I didn't get a response back from one of them. The other one said he might. I'll definitely have a hammer in the building. He committed, thank God. You know, he's going to hang out with his, with, his, with, his, with his old stepdad. And I guess I'm going to open up the, the airwaves to you guys. You know, I invited Double A and Tony C because it is a WCW throwback with you in Starcade 92. And you know, all right. So let's let's yeah. So let's let's play catch up, man. I, we'll get into all that shit later on. But all right. So that was uh, that was October, November. Shining Wizards, Matt, Elaine, Rob, Tony. They all chipped in. I don't and invited Hammer and I to the AEW uh, full gear pay per view at the Prudential Center in um, beautiful <coughs> New Jersey. And uh, Newark, New Jersey. <coughs> anyway, um, yeah, but it was honestly another cold night. But it was so much fun. Um, Hammer ate like he had two assholes. You know what I'm saying? So it was really fun. The boys, Kevin, uh, Matt, Tony, Kate, and the all the whole crew was there. It was really really nice. Of course, my brothers were there. Domingos with uh, Kyoko. Kyoko, I'm, I'm so glad Kyoko is 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 um out and about with us again. She's a good, she's a good soul. You know what I'm saying? 
and she's been through some shit, so I'm glad that she's doing all right for herself. And if she listens to this, she knows I love her, and I hope she's doing well. Anyway, with that being said, that was November. Then we had Thanksgiving, hung out with the family. Um, I watched a lot of wrestling, like a lot of wrestling. And I must tell you, with everything going on in the world, again, with my my, my life, my, my professional life, my, my physical well-being, <laughs> like with all the shit that I've been enduring this whole year, it got COVID in August, like it's just been a fucking nightmare. I still can't, I could barely smell anything. I did get to smell sulfur in uh, New Jersey of all places, go figure that. And once in a while I'll get some smells in here, like when this guy over here decides to wreck his, uh, to wreck his litter box with, with, with funk. Um, I get a, I get a whiff of that, and sometimes if I leave something in the garbage, I have to, you know, when it goes bad, I have to, but I get that smell, and it, and it's very vague, very, it's not strong, once in a while it's strong, but I'm, it's, it's pissing me off, because the only thing that's, that's, that it's not, that it's not, that it's okay with is that I don't smell anybody on the bus anymore, which is cool, you know? But I can't smell gas or smoke, and I'm like, oh, that's got to suck. I, could, I, I started tasting again, which is really good. But I got to tell you, man, January 1st cannot come quick enough. I need to get this year over. I want to start new. And I'm not one of these new me, new year type of dudes. It's not what I do. I don't make resolutions because I never keep them. I do promise myself to try different things and try to do stuff, stuff to advance me, and I haven't done that in so long. And I got to be honest with you, I'm in a rut, and I got a session tomorrow with the therapist, so um, we're going to talk about some things, and I'm going to work it out, because, um, you know, it's it's not fun when you're, when the biggest fight in your world is against yourself, you know, and I got some reality checks this year, and I was just like, you know what, I I know what I have to do. I know what makes me happy. I know what not what makes me unhappy. I know what makes me get out of bed every day. And I have to push forward. You if you you know, you have to wake up with purpose. We have to have purpose, period, right? That's the whole game, you know, and you have to wake up for a purpose. Um, you know, you have to wake up looking forward to something. And uh it, that I think the hardest part for people with mental illness is that, you know, sometimes it's not so much that you're alone, but you feel like you are. You know, I had this conversation with Sweeney the other day because he was going through some shit. And I was like, you know, it's like, I know you're not alone, but you feel like you're alone. And it just crushes you. But... I look forward to shit, and I'm trying to, like, be positive and, and, and not have a negative outlook on stuff, and I'm really trying to embrace this this new, this new um, not chapter, but this new way of my, of thinking, and I'm trying to embrace this, this, this being alone a lot, you know? Everybody's like, well, you know, do your hobbies. I do, I do my hobbies, and I got Strat, and now I want to do more of this, and I got some ideas for the show, and, and again, I guess this is kind of a state of the, a state of the podcast, just, I don't know what's going on. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. 
I spoke to Choppy for like five minutes on text, and he gave me a reason why he's not around, and I'll let him explain that if he ever comes back, and I haven't heard from Jay in like two months, a month or a month and a half maybe, I don't know, but um, I can't speak for these guys, and uh, am I am I upset that I'm ghosted? Yeah, I feel like a fucking the fat chick who gets ghosted at the bar, you know, they never call you again, but. Uh, but, you know, do I realize that there's other things in life? Of course. The problem is I don't have much going on, so I get to see it in a broader way. I get to see it from every perspective, and it's like, you know what? I don't have anything to keep me occupied. I don't have a child anymore in my life every day. I don't have a spouse every day. I'm not running errands like I used to. I'm not, you know, I'm, I don't have a routine like I used to. I have a routine now. It's different. But uh, I my routine has changed drastically in the last almost four years. And, I, and, I, and I'm not... There are days where I'm like, thank God I'm not doing what I did before. And then there are days where like when I see Hammer and he comes to visit me and I just see how big he's grown. And I'm like, you know, and I, and I, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to get upset in front of him. And I don't want to carry on like, like a baby in front of him, you know. But like... When I see him, and I'm like, I, I miss him. I miss being there for him and doing with him. And, and you know, he's a big kid now. He's he got his own life. And, he's you know, his family, he's doing their thing. And, and I just have to embrace what I've done in the last decade and try to make good of it, you know. And I don't know if it's it, – there's so many things that factor into it. And this is a wrestling podcast. I don't want to fucking draw you guys out with my mental illness, but – there's so many things that are taken for granted every day, um, feelings-wise, that, you know, you really don't know what you got until you lose it. And I, and I know it's very cliche. I know the songs. They sing them. Uh, but it's the truth, man. It's the God's honest truth. You can't, honestly, it's just, uh, it's that kind of party. I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how I'm surviving honestly, and uh, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing, and hopefully it works, and if it doesn't, then I don't know, I have no, I have no idea what the next move is, so, but I've been watching a ass ton of wrestling, I'm happy about the progression, I was, I got so excited with the, with everything going on, and we like I said, we're at full gear. Max wins the title. That was fun, and this this character that he carries himself as, and the way he does it, and the way he keeps it in real in pseudo real life, and doesn't break kayfabe, and you know keeps his persona when he's on camera. And he's got a girlfriend on 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 social media who and now is his fiance who you know plays along with it. His mom is great on social media. She's like you know he's a dick, but I love him anyway. You know, and he and he gets the support from the family. And you know what? He's a product of wrestle uh, a creative pro. I, I don't like Pat Buck for many reasons. It has nothing to do with his ring work. Um, I just think he disrespected our network many moons ago and didn't give a fuck while he got better in life and. You know, whatever, but that's another story. Um, but he is a, a product of that school, and that school's put out some amazing people. They're two world champions right now coming out of that camp. You know, you got Bowens, tag team champion. 
who got their asses handed to him last night by fucking Jeff Jarrett, which I still don't understand why Jeff Jarrett's on TV. But that's, you know, Dixie Con for you, right? And, of course, uh, Maxwell, right? And, and, you know, I even tolerate Moxley. Like, I was just like, oh, this is great. And, I, you know, and I just, I'm even starting to tolerate Moxley now that he's not the champion anymore. And Regal's gone, but they still kept the club. And, you know, Ring of Honor had their pay-per-view last, last week. It was fantastic. Jericho lost to Claudio. The Briscoes and FTR put on a fucking clinic. A clinic for their third and their, their rubber match, you know. Um, and for the 13th time, their tag team, their tag team champions. Wheeler Yuta won the pure title, you know. And Ring of Honor is back like full force. They they brought back Honor Club. I actually jumped in on it. And I must tell you, I jumped in on it because um Mott Spock asked me to comment on some on um on a on a on a previous final battle, so I'm gonna do that for them. And I wanted to watch the whole thing. I had I had the entire pay per view on MP4, but when my hard drive crashed two years ago, that was one of the things I lost. So now I just spent the entire morning on my day off backing shit up to my portable hard drive so that shit doesn't happen again, you know? Because we're not fucking around with this nonsense, you know? With that being said, with that being said, pay-per-view was great, and I wish they would get a TV deal. I wish, I wish, I wish they would get a TV deal. And... I listen. This is a you have. There's so much talent. I and I've said this on the show before with with Dixie Con and like all these guys and girls that he's that he's. Oh, by the way, there was a, a Mercedes Martinez that retained her women's title too, at the pay per view. Um, but and you know, I was just amazed. That they haven't that he's been he's had the company for about a year now and it's like he's not secured a uh, contract for TV. Uh, is it because of the Briscoes with the whole s- slur from ten years ago? Excuse me. Pardon me, ten years ago. Like, is it you know? Like, you got to get these guys on TV. You got to get some of that talent that's not doing anything on AEW. On on a on on Ring of Honor, how great would Eddie Kingston be in Ring of Honor? Danielson, I know he's going to go after MJF now, but you know I even throw Moxley. In there. I wouldn't throw Moxley in Ring of Honor, right? But you know, there's so many guys that and they they brought the guns, the guns, the the Billy Guns kids in the in Ring of Honor. They jumped FTR after the after the match with the Briscoes, the fucking dog collar blood match. I must tell you. Between seeing that and then watching the finals of the the World Tag League and the Super Junior Tag League yesterday, if and then seeing the Usos on Friday nights, if you think for one single solitary second that tag team wrestling is is gone and buried, you are delusional. I, I there is so many good tag team matches. The problem the problem too is like. They they were ranked and the Usos were ranked number one. And I'm if you're going by like, if you're going by um, participation in, in TV and match wise, um, Usos are number one. I'm gonna put the Briscoes too because they 
they've been wrestling, even though Ring of Honor hasn't been a thing a lot, but they've been wrestling at House of Glory and Game Changer and and some other indie feds, and they just won the titles in Ring of Honor again, so they're number two, right? Number three has to be FTR. I mean, they're still IWGP Tag Team Champions, and they're still, um, which they'll probably lose at Wrestle Kingdom, and they're still the AAA Mexico Tag Team Champions, right? Um, and then you got to put, you got to put, see now, do you put the Acclaimed up there or as my next team, or do you put fucking Goto and Yoshihashi, who again, for the second time in a row, won the tag league yesterday, and they beat Aussie Open, who's my next favorite tag team on that list. It's like, there's so many good tag teams now, and then I could put the, the Acclaimed, right? And there's Swerve and uh, and Keith Lee. And now the Bucks are back, but they're in a th- they're in a six man program right now with Kenny Omega, and they're down three to to one with that seven match fucking challenge with the Death Triangle, right? So that 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 right there is is um excludes them, you know. And then you got fucking Ace Austin. And Chris Bay, Bullet Club, they won the junior fucking tournament. They lost the junior tournament uh, match final to another great tag team now of, uh, of um, what's his face? It's Yo and uh, Leo Rush. I call him Yo Rush. So it was an all-chaos fucking championship yesterday in, um, in Yo's hometown, which was pretty dope. And they all came out and cut promos, and they brought the trophies out, and the, the pyro, and fucking Jay White lays out Okada yesterday, and Carl Anderson retains the Never Openweight t- Championship, beating Hikaleo, which means he's still the Never Openweight Champion, and he'll be on Monday Night Raw again probably this Monday. Fun, fun, fun. Championships. Muda's retirement tour. Minoru Suzuki's breaking up fucking Suzuki Goon. Sad, but he's still going too. Professional wrestling is so good right now. Game changes having some fun, man. You know, it's just House of Glory. I bought their last pay per view. Kevin Gill is back in New York calling fucking matches. It's it's. I'm gonna get him on the show. I already spoke to him. That's my OG, man. We fucking grew up in the same borough, Queens, New York City. It's been a great time for wrestling. Another reason why I, I don't want to step away from doing this, because so many I found so much old school shit I want to do, you know? And, you know, there's... I don't know how long I'm going to do this. I really don't. And I, I keep saying that because I'm by myself. And I hate doing this by myself. You guys all know that. You know, it's not... Nothing against anybody else. It's just I'd rather have the energy of other guys in in the room, other people, I should say, in the room, and get their perspective. You guys want to hear my perspective. That's why I appreciate that. But, you know, they, everybody brought something to the table, you know? That's why I'm going to have, like, an open forum next week on the Christmas show. That's our fun show. We have, like, we don't really have a format. We just, we know, we're, um, we're probably going to review the, the year in wrestling. I'll probably put... Put my put forth my favorite matches of the year, which there there are quite a few in in this list. I don't even know if it's gonna be. I, I don't know if I'm gonna condense it to a top ten, 
Do I go 20? You know? I'm not going to pull a Meltzer and fucking give it 12 stars. Not doing it. I'm really not. And so speaking of Meltzer, I caught up with, uh, I saw the Da Vince documentary yesterday that Vice put out, which was basically a fucking, it was nonsense. It was like, um, it was clips of all the different dark side of the rings. <laughs> and then they brought the, the new shit up. You know, nothing we didn't know already. You know what I'm saying? So it was, I was kind of disappointed. I did love all the tales from the territories. I enjoyed that immensely. I jo- I enjoyed that almost as much as I did the Dark Side of the Ring series uh, seasons. You know that was fun. Uh, I saw the Teddy Hart thing. That was fucking disturbing. That was absolutely disturbing. Um, I don't know what this poor girl has been missing for X amount of years now. And I'm like, it's like, you know that he knows where this chick is, and he's fucking faking the funk, and it's really annoying. It's really annoying that this kid, that this guy that, you know, and his name holds so much fucking weight where he's from. Like, he just takes advantage. He's like a, he's like, he just sucks the life out of people. Takes advantage of young girls and verbally and physically abuses them and, and, this weird obsession with cats. I just not a nice dude, man. And this and this this dude who filmed the whole thing, this Canadian kid, Fred, it was I was like, yo, this this dude was like you could see him physically getting ill while he was talking about it, you know? So I was really emotional watching that. I'm like, I just you know, I can't I couldn't be a parent or a sibling or a friend of, of, of that person being missing for all that fucking time has been you know, and just he, every time they they would catch him in a lie, he they they would play back another part of a, of a previous episode of the documentary <laughs> and catch him in the lie, which I thought was pretty pretty hysterical. I mean, I say this all the time. If you guys disagree with me on something, you want to call me out on something. All you gotta do is rewind shit and play it back. You know, um, either I'll forget something or I said something. At a at a at a at a school, or I I missed a, a historic date. My problem is I'm I I want to be a tough guy. I want to write shit down, and I just can't. I mean, I do. I write shit down. I forget it, or and I just forget to to you know to um to tell you, or just forget to. I mean, I know what it is. I just forget, you know, sometimes because I should just be more. And that's probably what I'm gonna do in a new year. I'm gonna write more shit down. Well, maybe make I have like a separate screen, maybe another, another computer. I'll do like PowerPoints or whatever it is, you know. This way, I sound like a professional after ten years, you know. <laughs> this way, I'm not gonna disappoint myself or the or the or the twenty people who actually listen to this thing. Don't even think about a cat. Go lay down. So, you know, I, I just um, it's just it's it's been it's been a you know for me it's been a fun couple of months watching wrestling, you know, um, what else has been going on with, uh, with anything behind the scenes, oh yeah, they, they fired Mandy Rose because of her side hustle, she's like the hottest thing, she's like the hottest female that, that, that the rot, that, that WWE has, and she's the women's champion of NXT, and she was so, she was over her and her crew, but these, these pictures, that she had the OnlyFans page, whatever the fuck it was, and she's showing, it's like a side hustle, 
and she was dick rating and doing other stuff. I listen. You know, you don't knock another man's hustle. You don't knock another man's hustle. That's just how it is. And and uh, you know, it's just it just it it, it for me. I you know, I wasn't a big fan of hers. I mean, she's a smoke show. She really is. And I like when she, when she and I have to agree with Tony C on LS podcast on a rant that uh, they <laughs> they would they have uh, that she's better with the dark hair. I I I have to agree with Mister Tony C on that one. Uh, but they fired her, and I'm, I hope it just pisses me off that they fucking that they did that. You know, there was. There was talks of Vince wanting to come back. That's a mistake because WWE has been doing so well without him. And Triple H is actually, you could tell there's a different, um, there's a different vibe with the, with the company. You know, uh, the last couple of pay-per-views, I thought the, uh, the, the, the Clash of the Castle was good. Um, Survivor Series was fantastic with the war game, if you will. Uh, you know. Who's beating Roman Reigns? Who is beating Roman Reigns? I have a few questions about WWE. Who's beating Roman Reigns? When the fuck is Cody coming back? Who's going to win the Rumble, right, if Cody doesn't come back? And why did the New Day win the tag titles on fucking NXT at their event? Um, They got this new thing now with, the, with like, a clock and... They have like a, it's like an Iron Man challenge. It's it was they had a women's one and a men's one. It's pretty dope. Uh, but why, why did they put the tag straps on on fucking on the new day? Like they need them, you know. That was dumb. Uh, I love everything that Seth Rollins is doing. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn has been the best thing in the company in the last year, and Sami Zayn. And uh, Kevin Owens, Steen, Generico, you know, for the marks. Um, you know, I'll talk about that on, on on the other podcast, but you know now why these guys are where they're at. And I'll get into that at, and for the other podcast, for the boys. So, and for me anyway, you know, I I like a good story. And I need to be told a good story, you know. And to be honest with you, if I don't care how great you are in the ring, and this is like the indies. The indies are, are if you want to just see. All right, so I'll, I'll I'll do I'll do it like this. If you want to see the performers just perform, then you go to an indie show, like an off or go to like or go off Broadway, right? If you want to have a story told with really good performers, you go to a Broadway show. Either or, you're getting a hustle, but it's a different vibe, you know? Like, I, you go to an indie show, and it's like spot monkey after spot monkey after spot monkey, and, and the kids are incredible, and the girls are getting better, and it's like, there's a vibe. And these feds have these cult followings, and the kids love it, whatever, whatever. Um, but if you're not telling me a story, I'll forget about it, you know? Probably quicker than most because I'm old. You know what I'm saying? So, I just, for me anyway, that's just how I look at it. Broadway, off-Broadway, you know? Concert, uh, concert hall or an arena. 
I just saw Life of Agony in a very small venue with uh, with Sworn Enemy, Never uh, King, Never Die, and uh, fucking the Mighty Madball. And I was like, all right, this place is really small. The acoustics were okay, you know? But the, the smaller the venue, the more intimate the thing is. That's what with New J- that New Japan show, you know, it was like they had, they had a whole bunch of like, like hardcore matches kind of sort of thing. And I was like, I, or one or two they had. And it was, the place was too small for that. Like way too small for that. But it was more intimate, you know? It was more intimate, and you get a better vibe. I wish they would do more things on the mainstream stage in small venues. Like, AEW is doing that now. I mean, they, they had the big arenas, but it's like, that that wasn't filled to capacity. And people were complaining about it. And my whole thing was, wrestling is not what it was. And... For the most part, I think people need to realize that. Oh, they're not selling. They're not doing this. They're not doing that. They're not filling the arenas. Listen, if you have asses in the seats to to the extent where you can have a have a have a decent gate, and AEW has been doing that, you know. So don't tell me about they're not they're not selling out. WWE's not selling out. No, but they're packing the place. You get the fans. You're always going to have the fans. You're going to sell more merch than you do, you know, in the, in, the, in the house shows. You know, with the concerts, with music, no one buys music no more, but you pay a pretty penny for a fucking seat when you go to a show. I just saw Metallica tickets. I was like, they're playing on my birthday next year. I'd love to go. But if I want to sit anywhere remotely close in a, in a football stadium... It's probably with with another person. It's probably almost a month's rent, maybe even more, depending if I want to go closer. And I was telling this to my son, you know, entertainment is is a premium now. Sports too, man. I want to go to a hockey game. I'm not paying a mortgage payment or a rent payment for a fucking game, man. I could, I have a seventy inch TV. I could watch the same thing on TV. Is it the same experience of being there? Absolutely not. But will I save money? I will. Especially if you bootleg TV like I do. But that's another time for another podcast. So, anyway, so that's been what's been going on. Um, I guess I'll take a quick break, and then we'll, uh, well, what do you call it? We'll reconvene. And, uh, let me see. Let me get my gimmicks up. I haven't had my gimmicks up in a while. Yeah, let's take a quick commercial break. Let's plug our friends. We still have friends, by the way. We still have the Wizards and Inconclusive and the Midnight Jury and Don Tony and Kevin. Uh, Don Tony. Kev's got his own thing now. We got Wrestling Soup. Uh, we got our man Jason Solomons. The J- Solomons is killing it, by the way, doing a commentary for House of Glory. Jason, shout out to Jason. I haven't spoken to Jason in a minute. We got to hook up soon and have a chat. And, uh, you know, it's that kind of party, kids. Wrestling is alive and well. And if you're a fan, you should be fucking thankful that there's a there's more opportunities. Because when I was a kid, you had two channels and only one was playing wrestling. The other one, you had to wait for it. 
<laughs> it was like, what are you going to do, right? But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast. And I am Philly Rea, and I will be right back after this quick commercial break from your man, Lordship Alfred Hayes. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. When it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass, Choppy.
All right, we're back. Termical Throwbacks, episode 469. On your radio airwaves, the dot-com is down. I'm not I I just, I was paying for it and it wasn't doing anything for me, so... Anchor FM right now is the link. I do own the domain. I do own the name, Termical Throwbacks, but I don't own the the WordPress. The, the I, I, You know, I just, I, Tony's, Sunny Wizard Tony's going to help me design a new one for the new year. So, but uh, whatever episodes are up now, they're up on Anchor FM. If you guys want old episodes, I'm not going to stop posting all the old episodes, like fucking three, two, three hundred of them. And I'm like, I don't want to put them all on Anchor if you guys want certain episodes, then I'll, I'll, you know, you message me and I'll and I'll put them up, or I'll send them out to certain people. I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm not uploading 400 episodes on on Anchor. I'll keep that for new episodes, you know. But the old ones, you know, you ever want to go back to the archives? You guys want it? You gotta demand it. I'm not gonna go waste my time and doing all that shit. But anyway, we're back. And like I was saying before, listen, it's you know. You have to be you have to be happy with something, whether it's WWE, AW, Ring of Honor, any of the indies, you know, Game Changer, House of Glory, you know, any of those places. I mean, there's there's something for everybody now. There's, there's, it's like a it's like a giant pack of lifesavers. You know what I'm saying? You always had you know, when you open them up and you want. I always wanted the green one. I like the the lime the lime one, but the green one was never fucking on top of it. You know, you had to wait until. Get to the middle of the pack or the end of the pack, but they had other flavors, and you appreciated the other flavors. Maybe you liked that cherry or the pineapple or the hell. You know, you just started appreciating the other flavors, and you know, that's what I did. That's how I look at it. I just appreciate different flavors, and I'm gonna pull all the fucking positive stuff out of them, and and deal with the negative shit. You know, not every show you watch is bad. There's bad things in these shows. And I think it's about the booking. The talent has been top-notch for years now. It's not the talent per se, but it's the flavor of the, the, the booking. And it's that, you know, it's that mentality. And we've talked about, well, what if, you know, what if booking, uh, what if, uh, you know, they did different things differently? And I'm like, well, like how? Do you want it how you had it when you were a kid, when I was a kid in the golden era? Where the characters were just bigger, and the characters meant more than the actual wrestling, and you didn't really appreciate the wrestling until later on in your life. You're like, oh man, Macho Man cuts a great promo. I didn't appreciate that till I was 22 years old. One of my friend once told me, and I'm like, well, he was putting on great matches. There weren't many guys that were complete packages. There were guys that talked better, and they or and or they worked better. So, I mean, now it's a bit different. You have a lot of guys who are hybrid who can cut a promo and and work, you know. I'm not mad at that. You know, it doesn't happen very often in Japan because in Japan you have the characters, but, you know, they don't really cut promos. They... They... they, they they'll, they'll talk in the ring. They'll call out guys and shit like that. They'll They'll... They'll do all that, but they don't. They'll keep their shit till the the the, the post the press conference, which is fantastic, right? 
Um, oh, I got I got I got a negative comment about New Japan. I watched the the finals yesterday of the um of the tag the the both tag finals. So now Kevin Kelly and the British kid Chris they they do the they, they do the commentary right, but they they're doing it remotely. Um, Kevin Kelly is also uh, I just read he's involved in some new wrestling league that's starting up next year. I mean, All American Wrestling or something like that. I forget what the name of it. I'll plug it when I when I see it. But this this British kid, like, dude, you're you're doing commentary for thousands, hundreds of thousands of subscribers. Can you fucking sound like you're 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 not in your in your bathroom? Like, dude, come on, man. Can you pay for a better microphone? You know, I mean, I, my setup is a little prehistoric, but at least I I I sound better than this cat. You know, and I've had some shitty sounding shows. You know. Because of technology, it's always failing us. You know how it goes. Um, but with that being said, uh, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the. Uh, I'm not too mad at that. I just point that out. Like, come on, Chris, get a fucking better setup there. At least Kevin Kelly sounds like he's ringside. You know, because they made a comment. At least I'm not sitting ringside. I'm like, if you were sitting ringside, you sounded like that. Then shame on New Japan. But it wasn't New Japan this time. It was you, buddy. Like you're in your mom's bathroom or some shit, you know? What are you gonna do? But um, I- I'm just happy. I'm happy to be alive. <laughs> I'm happy that I'm still holding on, and I'm happy that I have wrestling. I really am happy I have wrestling. Um, I want you guys to know that uh, I'm gonna try really hard not to not to kill this. Um, just I don't know how I'm gonna feel in a month or two months or six months or a year. But right now, I don't want to kill it. I I have so many things I want to do. I have so many ideas I've been writing down. I I'm writing more. I'm I'm writing more. I'm I'm, I'm creative more. You know, and I think having these two knuckleheads not being here um, forced me to be more creative. You know, they forced me to. They forced my hand inadvertently. They you know they they have their things going on. I'm not I'm not I'm not knocking them at all. I'm just. I'm just being. I'm just passively aggressively saying that I'm not doing. I'm doing more now in my head for the show than I am. I'm just like talk about it, upload it, whatever. Done right, and then. But now I'm. I'm more involved with the creative process in terms of. I'm not getting any feedback from anybody else, so. You're gonna get just one opinion unless I bring somebody else onto the show for for specific topics. But um, you're gonna get more. You get the content is gonna be more personalized from me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I I've basically would put forth a uh, for a um a, a synopsis of, of of each show. Uh, so I'm, I'm sorry, a syllabus. Um, like a school, like a thing, you know, where it's like I, I tell the guys, hey, I got an idea for this, this, and this for this month. And what do you think? And either we'll change 40% of it or we won't, right? I've always had a more save of anything because I've 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 been more of the aggressor in terms of, hey, but then but then you'll get like, this is where I love Kid Human because when Kid Human was on a show, at, at least Scott brought shit. He was like, yo, he's like, I got, I want to talk about this, 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 and this. And uh, now, I got that from Choppy, but Choppy would be like, 
with the more of the current shit. I want to talk about this, this. Oh, I got so much to say, and he would, you know, give us his jerk off of the week, and he would give us his his take on what's going on in the, in the world today. Um, and then then you got Jay, who was like, you know, I give him a topic, and he's like, oh man, and then he would dig because he didn't know so much about it. For me, that's a that's like you know I feel better about that. But now I don't have any of that shit. Now I'm like, what do I do? Like, how do I do this? How do I how do I carry it on? You know, and you and you put yourself in a, in, a, in a spot like that. You know, so that that's my that's my my rant on that. You know, that's my rant. My creative juices are flowing, and I'm just excited to be back in the mode again. You know, whether it's by myself or, or if the boys do come back for a couple of shows, maybe I'll get Hammer more involved. Maybe I'll get somebody, you know, one of you guys that are interested. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm just trying to work shit out. Speaking of rant, I know you guys saw my video very late last week at two in the morning. I guess it was come back from that show, and I and I missed the rant episode with Double A. And I, like I said, I knew what was going on. And um, their last episode is on the thirtieth, which is a week after ours. So this next Friday will be the last live turnbuckle throwbacks on Ranty M Radio, as Double A is cutting the feed after the new year. So. Uh, kind of, kind of, uh, kind of somber, but you know what? In the same breath, I believe we're going to be e- evolving as a as a crew, right? So we're going to be doing stuff, but not he's not going to be doing the rant. So maybe they'll do terminal throwbacks. Maybe we'll do pay per views again. Maybe we'll do more roundtables. Maybe we'll do some video clips. Maybe we'll do some more food tasting. I don't know. Whatever he's got going on. I'm going to back it. Obviously, just keep your ears open for all that stuff, you know. And, uh, you know, I I, um, I hope, like I said, I hope, I hope this finds everybody well. Put it that way. Hope you guys are doing well. And I um, I hope that everybody's having a good holiday season. The se- holidays suck for a lot of people, me included. Um, but, you know, there is a, there's a light. At that tunnel every year, you know, there's 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 a lot of things to be thankful for, and there's a lot of things a lot of things to be grateful for. You get th- you be you get thankful and grateful between Christmas and uh, I mean Thanksgiving and Christmas. It's not even about religion anymore. It's about celebrations. Celebrate things. Wake up wanting a purpose. Wake up wanting to do things. Wake up having something to look forward to. Um, I still put my Christmas tree up because my son. Uh, it's important to me that he sees that. It's important to my f- to my faith and to my family, to my friends that I that I, you know, even I, I I'm not feeling it, but I'll catch the spirit probably right before and probably right after. You know, my life is better because of Turnbuckle Throwbacks and Ranty M and the Wizards and Midnight Jury and Inconclusive and. DT and KC and Solemn Monster and all these other shows that I support and Soup and all these other shows and all these other ventures that I'm in. And hopefully, want to re- we're gonna re- rebrand Ghetto Geek Squad because that's a lot of shit to go on there. You know, I horse and, and and joins me. Hint, hint. I want to finish our Star Wars series, which would good fucking listens and downloads, which I was proud of. You know, but. 
again, guys, I uh, I I don't have a lot to say. I mean, I had a lot to say, but I don't. I'm not gonna talk for two hours. It's not. It's not really conducive at this point. So let's let's wrap this bad boy up. Let me get my gimmicks here. And I gotta I gotta still record some other shit too. You know, so. Anyway, you know all the social media handles. You know all the gimmicks. You know, uh, next week is the is the show, eight o'clock. The Halloween, the Christmas special, man. Starcade ninety two, thirtieth anniversary. Hope you guys will be will be live on the rant and we'll be live on Facebook. So hope you guys can join us. Thanks for hanging with me. I'll see you guys next week. Keep yourselves tight. Don't get arrested. Don't catch the clap. Don't be a jerk off. Be kind to animals. And watch a lot of wrestling. A lot of wrestling. Episode 469, Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Philly Ray is signing off. Shalom. That means peace.